This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, I don't know Shabbos, Rabbi Isai. I want to share with you um, some thoughts about the bracha of Yoitzar Oruvar Yechoshech. We're continuing in our series on Tefillah. This series is sponsored by my dear friend, Rabbi Sal Rose of Los Angeles, with his brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, Sashama Shehav and Aliyah. Last week we had, I would call it a monumental shear on the dispute between the Srafim and the Oifanim, where the Srafim recognize that as elevated as they are, and they propel themselves higher and higher and higher through the, the levels of the Shamayim, the more they try to probe and study the wisdom of Hashem, the more they recognize that they have not even begun to scratch the surface, the more they recognize that Hashem's wisdom and greatness is far beyond their uh, ability to fathom. And they declare, Kadosh, 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 Hashem is separate, mysterious, hidden. And the higher they go, the more they recognize how hidden HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And that agitates the Oifanim. Because the Oifanim say just the opposite. That the more you study Hashem, you think the more hidden Hashem is, but at the same time, at the same time that you're recognizing and comprehending how hidden Hashem is, how elevated He is, at the same time, that's how much Hashem lowers Himself and humbles Himself and is available and is close to us and gives us divine providence. And that's why they are... they sort of disagree, Biraash Gado with great commotion, great agitation. And they say, no, God is not removed. He's Malay Chal Ha'aretz Kavaydai. The whole world is full of His glory. That's why whenever we encounter the Oifanim, it's Biraash Gado. That was the way Rabbi Schwab uh, explained the Oifanim and the Chayis HaKodesh. Um... Here, it says, now I would like to share with you how, how Rav Avigdor Miller, Zechat Devracha, explains the whole Oifanim and Chayos HaKodesh. Holy, holy, holy. Why three times? They should just say, Kadosh Hashem Tzavakos. It means perpetuity. They, they always say holy. They just say holy. That's all the Srafim do. They're constantly saying holy forever and ever and ever. The first time they say holy, they collect all their knowledge. They exert to the utmost their gigantic intellects to encompass everything they were able to learn of Hashem's ways and His greatness. And they study God's greatness through nature and through history. And with the limits of their ability, they arrive at a sublime pinnacle and they express in the word that they express in the word holy, meaning holy comes from their endless study of God's wisdom. But then they consider and they recognize that after all of their study, they haven't even um, they haven't even used up and expended and exhausted a drop in the ocean of the greatness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And they exert their efforts again, a second time, with even more 
expression. And they continue where they left off after the first holy, and they say holy again. And then they recognize, it's as if they said almost nothing. Because, And they resume their effort. And they include the uh, understanding and recognition they had when they exclaimed in the second holy. And this continues forever, without cessation. All day long they study the wisdom of Hashem more and more and more and more. And even after each time they conclude, they haven't even begun. Now this is very interesting. Based on what analysis, based on studying what, do the Malachim conclude that Hashem's greatness is bottomless? Based on studying the earth, the source of the angel's knowledge is the earth. Hashem is perfect from His glory, which is apparent throughout the universe. But the greatest testimony of His greatness we see in planet Earth, where you have an abundance of flora and fauna, plant, fish, animal. Refers to Hashem's kindness. Like we have we have Um, Chesed Hashem Mala Haaretz. So, is the world full of His kindness, or is the world full of His glory? The answer is kindness is His glory. Kavayda, His glory, it refers to His kindness because because of the kindness of Hashem, people exclaim Hashem's glory. Okay. So more than anything else, the angels recognize Hashem's greatness from the earth, from the earth itself. Now, they're called oifanim. What do oifanim mean? Oifanim means wheels. Why are they called wheels? Oifanim, the wheels. And the chayos hakodesh. Now until now, the speakers... In the song, were srafim, fiery ones. Why are they called srafim, fiery ones? That's a compliment. It's because of their excellence. Just like fire emits light and heat, the intellect of the angels shine brilliantly forth, and the heat of their enthusiasm. Meaning, they're called fiery ones because they give off light through their intellect. Their enthusiasm exudes heat. They are the beginners and the leaders in the great function of studying Hashem's greatness. So they're called srafim because of their brilliant intellect that gives off light, because of their energy and their enthusiasm that gives off heat. So they're called srafim. They get the ball running. They're the spark plug. But the second degree of greatness are the oifanim, the wheels. Because when the heat gets going and the light starts shining of the srafim, the oifanim are so agitated that the srafim rile them up. The srafim, the fiery angels, rile up the wheels. 
They get the wheels turning. And the chayos, the holy creatures, they basically, they're called chayos, living creatures, because they're going to move in life based on the energy they receive. So when the Oifanim and the Chayis HaKadosh hear the Srafim saying, Kadosh, 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 Oh, watch out! The wheels start turning of the Oifanim and the Chayis HaKadosh. So they get going, Barash Godel, with a great roar. They understand the importance of recognizing Hashem's greatness. Because that's the purpose of creation. That's the will of Hashem. And therefore they make a great tumult. Nothing else is worthy of noise or agitation. Nothing else is worthy of noise or agitation. If your team picks a good player in the draft, if your team wins in the bottom of the ninth, your reaction should be, okay, ho-hum, that's not important. You know what's important? What's important is becoming excited about the greatness of Hashem. We know that in the Beis Hamikdash they cast lots for the priestly function. Um, whatever jobs they were given to the Kehanim, they constantly cast lots. And it was repeated many, many times. The truth is, the Gemara asked, it could have been done one time and decided one time who gets what. So why cast lots instead of once for the entire day? And the answer was, in order to create a commotion in the Beis HaMikdash, it's an honor for the king that a commotion is made over his service. Therefore, they do it, Barash Gadol. Maybe, by the way, we learned from here that if you daven in a shul, and they're selling aliyos. It's good that the aliyos selling should be with a lot of fanfare and enthusiasm and pomp and ceremony and noise because it's important that you make a lot of commotion about uh, the service of Hashem. And the oifanim raise themselves, opposing the srafim. Now this is uh, unlike the way of men. Usually the way it goes is, the listener of a drasha is less affected than the speaker. Because the speaker, he created the thought from the fountain of his mind. So he's excited about it. He understands the full dimension of what he's saying, the full impact, the full import. The listener is only getting the words. But not so with the srafim and the chayos. They will not allow themselves to remain lower than the srafim in knowledge. Therefore, they exert themselves. They raise themselves. They're saying, we're not going to be on a lower level than you are, in excitement. And they add their own praises. Like Chazal say, that the Chacham adds learning. Yosef Lekach, the Chacham, when he hears uh, something, he adds to it until they rise to a level of understanding equal to the Srafim. And they say, facing them, after they find in the Chazakosh become inspired by the Srafim, they 
stir themselves to equal the enthusiasm and the understanding of the first speakers. They don't only want to be listeners, they want to become speakers and teachers like the Srafim. And facing them, they praise, they add praises, and they elaborate, and they accept, but they add understanding. Meshabichim, they praise, they don't just equal them, they add praises. And they say, Listen to this. They say, The Srafim said, They say, Baruch is a lashon of bending the knee. It is proper to be humbled in gratitude to Hashem for everything that the Srafim taught us, for all the chesed that Hashem bestows on creation, and especially the chesed, that Hashem gives us some knowledge of Him, and recognition of Him. But they raise themselves, and they ascend from the status of listeners to a higher level, and they say as follows, If this is the glory that can be seen by the angels, listen carefully, if this glory which can be seen by the angels has no end. In other words, if the angels could see Kadosh, 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 and Hashem's greatness has no end, and no searching forever, because it's bottomless. It's bottomless. It's like if you have a ray of light which breaks out through a small opening in a keyhole. Imagine if you were walking by a room and some light was shining out of the keyhole and it's a brilliantly bright light. So you say, wow, look at that bright light coming out of the keyhole. But then you have to say to yourself, if that's the bright light coming out of the keyhole, imagine the light inside the room. If the light shining through the crack is so bright, how intense must that light be inside the room? So if the angels say, that the whole world is full of His glory. And the world is just, so to speak, coming out from behind God's concealment, then this world is just the light shining out of the keyhole. And if God's wisdom is so great from the light shining out of the keyhole, then imagine, Baruch Kivayit Hashem Imakoimai, how great God must be in His place, behind the wall. So all that has been said or ever will be said is blessing Hashem from His place. Meaning the angels say, you know what? Everything we see in this world is just blessing Hashem coming from His place. But imagine how great He must be in His place. What He is in His place will never be revealed not to Malachim and not to angels, but only to the Tzaddikim in the afterlife. So therefore, these wise ones hear, Yishma Chacham V'yosef Lekach. Okay, Rabbi Yisai, we're going to hold it over here today. Um, and I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos. Bracha v'hatzlacha v'chol tov. Be well. Kol tov, everyone. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos, Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.